0: Welcome everyone to the Havet Torah Daf Yomi Today's Yeshira is Daf Lamed He. We will begin on Daf Lamed Dal Amurbet Bet at the bottom of the page where it says uh In order to be able to understand it though, we're going to go back to the words that say a Mazutra Bereder of Nachman. Now, today's class is of course going to be a Zahut for our sponsor, Daniel Ben Devora. He should have success in all of his endeavors. We also learned in the Mishnah. It says, A person can stand next to shvi'it. We said, you'll to stand next to the perot. That are, of course, on your roof. The same case that we said last time. You have perot on your roof. And you are they're not fully ready and you're going to stand on them and declare what, that you're going to use them on a Friday during Shemitah and it'll work so, the reason why is because of Shemitah but if it was a different year it would be Asur because it's. you see that it, because it becomes maserable. And since you didn't separate Ma'asir, see, it works. My Tama, what's the reason why it's Asur? Shabbat Probably because Shabbat, the fact that it's a day of Shabbat, which has a rule that Shabbat Kava, should work. If so, the Mishnah proves that Shabbat works on not just on fruits that have been ready, even fruits that are not ready, Shabbat causes them to be kava. And if you have a proof, says, no, not necessarily. Since he said he's going to eat from these tomorrow, so he made, he made it work. Meaning, not just the eating from it works, but even the fact that you declared it makes it work. Rashi explains this means because you declared it to be food, so that's different, as opposed to just eating it. If you eat it without declaring it food, it could be that it's different, and therefore don't bring a proof from this case. Yachi, ma'ir irvia Shabbat, afil b'chol nami. Mara asks, if that's true, why would we have to talk about Shabbat? If the whole chidush of the Mishnah is to teach you that when you called it food, and you called it food, it it's considered finished, then we could have said that even during the week. Why would we give a case in the Mishnah where the guy was standing on a Friday, which is indicative that Shabbat is Kavah, when it could have been a Wednesday also, and you'll teach me the Chidush, that when I call something food, it becomes food? It says in ha HaKamash, G'malach. The teaches the following. The Hu a Shabbat. We're coming to teach you that tevel, which is food that you didn't separate maaser from or tenuma, becomes is is ready for Shabbat. And if a person broke the Shabbat and did maaser, you should know that we don't say, "Oh, it's muqsa because it wasn't ready before Shabbat. Before Shabbat, you wouldn't have been able to use it. You could see, no, it is not muqsa. and. Uh, it's fine. Now, Taka, why is it not muxa? Really, you would say it is muksa? After all, these fruits, the raisins that were not fully done, were not ready before Shabbat. Only you. Why, why would the fact you declare it on Shabbat? Let's say in the case, not this case that we designate but in the general case, where you separate Maaser from them and you want to eat them on Shabbat, why would it be okay? So, you want to answer the reason why it's okay is because. Since the isur is only isur Dirabanan to separate maaser, because midoraita, there's no problem to separate maaser on Shabbat. It's midorabbanan because it looks like you're fixing it, and therefore, on only de we consider it that it's ready. Since it's only a de stopping you from separating maaser, if you did break separate maaser, we don't say that you that your separating maaser doesn't help you anything, because. It's still muqsa from the fact that it wasn't usable. We say that it really was considered usable since you could do you do a surah to get it done. How do you see it from the Mishnah? From the fact that it mentions that you could declare you're going to eat it tomorrow. It, if it was still Muksa, it should have told you that if someone should have told you that someone stands over the food on Friday and say you can eat it, it's considered Mukhan. Meaning that that makes it not muksa, implying that the problem would have been that if you didn't declare it, then it is muksa. The fact that it says it's mutar completely implies that if you're in a different case like this, where you did not actually make a declaration, and then afterwards you separated on Shabbat, it would not be it would not be muksa. We're on top of Motaro We have a case over here that Motaro, the leftover, meaning mean, it could go; it could go back, which means that whatever's left over is going to stay over there on the roof. In this case. We have a general rule that says that whenever you separate stuff and it could go back, it could go back into its status of not chayav. Then lo kava, it doesn't become chayav to be koveya. Relez is generally lenient and he says that if a guy has food that it's not macer necessary because it's not yet ready, and you separate some of it to eat it regular. Now, normally that should make you chayav to take maser on it. But since you Raleza holds it since you could put the leftovers back in to the place where the non-ready fruits are, therefore it's not chayav. So if you hold that, then definitely the fact that you just declared it without any act, in our case, you just went up to the roof, and you declared that you're using the soggy raisins, that for sure should not make you chayav to separate ma'ased. The Tanan, where do you see your we know it in to Mishnah. The guy takes olives from the vat. Now, in the vat, they're not ready yet, because they're not finished, and therefore they're not chayav so if you took some of them you want to eat them, you could dip each one into salt and eat them. And you don't have to separate Maser. But if you dip 10 of them into salt and you put it in front of you, so now you're making it as if you're ready to eat it like this. So you're making goveya. And then, chayav, then you chayav. If you took it from a tahor, that, then you have to set, meaning if the olives in the vat that you took them from were tahor then chayav you have to bring Masin on the ten olives if the vat was tamer olives then you batur why because you could put back what was left over so if if it's a tahor vat we're going to see in a second that the guy is Tame. And he's afraid that he puts it back. He'll for all the owls in the vat. So therefore, he's never going to put it back. And since he's never going to put it back, then when he takes the ten out, they're chayav and maser now because he's separating them from the early stage. And he's by salting them, he's putting them into the next stage. But had he been, had the vat been tame, and we know for a fact that he if he leaves over an olive or two, he'll just chuck him back into the vat. So therefore, by putting him on the table, he's still eating it in a temporary manner, because it's not he hasn't been coveyed them for Maser. And then, and then, it does not require Maser. Let's clarify. The Mara is talking about that case. What's the definition of with if they're Tahor or not? Why should, one, why should the Tahor case... Be Chayav and Tame case bipatu. Raisha, Matanto, Gavar Tameh. The ratio where the guy is uh Chayav is talking about the Matan is Tahor, the Vat's Tahor. The Gavatamah the guy's Tameh. The Lomatzi Mahadith, so therefore you can't put him back. Because since he's Tameh and he ate some olives, he's gonna tamer fly all the other olives. Sav matan tamer, the gavar tah, the sav is talking about the basic the guys the matan is tameh and the guy is tame. Therefore, Mati Therefore, he doesn't mind returning them. Says, "Well, answer the question and say, no problem." Our Mishnah also could be talking about a case where the guy was Tameh and he doesn't want to put it back. And therefore, the fact that you declared some of them to be maasid, you wouldn't put them back. And therefore, since you wouldn't put it back, therefore they would become chayav maasid had they not been talking about a case of shemitah. Here you don't have to put them back because you never took them out. They are already returned because they're on the roof. You never touched them. In the case of the olives, you pulled them out. Over here, you didn't pull anything out. You left them and orally declared them. Oh, you bring your proof of the Lord. I said no. no. The Shabbat. Rivelezir in Amishna. In Alam Rabashi, Kam, if you make a proof of following his reason. And we don't hold like it Lezer. The Amar Chuma Kavah. he holds that Truma is Khobav Koshkin Shabbat. Right? Lezer holds that when you separate Truma from stuff, it becomes ma'aser necessary. And therefore, he definitely holds. If you hold truma, separating truma, he'll definitely agree that eating on Shabbat should do it. And therefore, he'll agree. But the chachamim who argue about truma, they could also argue about Shabbat, and they might not agree that Shabbat kava. They don't have to agree with 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 this statement. How do we know? The If you have Perot that you separate truma. Before you finished them, meaning they're not ready yet, and you separated truma. Therefore, don't bring a proof from Rabbi Ezed from this case, because after all, the Ezed is the one who holds truma. So therefore, he's not going to be a proof over here either. Right, this whole, this thing of the leftovers is the B'liyazer. Okay? Tashmah M'sefah. You're right. You're bringing another proof to it. Someone's trying to bring another proof. Again, there's a machlokit whether the Shabbat kava. Even, everyone knows Shabbat kava if it's regular. But the Shabbat kava, if they're not ready yet. Meaning, if the fruits are not ready, does the fact that it's eating it on Shabbat make it asur? Tashma me We'll see it from the seifa. It says, the behold, you have to, mark off the area of the raisins of the wet raisins, and say, "I'm going to eat these twenty red, these twenty or hundred or a thousand wet raisins tomorrow." But if you don't mark off the area, it's not, it's not mutar to eat them otherwise there's a moksa problem. the The reason why is because the Elv Shabbat on Shemitah where there's no problem of Shemitah, but HaBashashin Shavu'a but if it was other years where Yechayav in maaser where it's not Shemitah, it would be Asur because you need so you see that Mishnah is going exactly like Rav Nachman says. Look, Shaniatim, different in the case of the Chachamim, because since he designated what he's taking from, he was Kava. Yachimaiyur B'Chol Nami says. If so, why would the Mishnah pick the case of Shabbat? If you just want to teach me that when you mark off stuff, it becomes, it becomes ready. And Chayav and said, we could have said that same thing about Tuesday, and then we would not have confused us. Like we said last time, we're teaching us an extra chidush, that when it comes to Tevil, don't think that since it wasn't usable on Friday, therefore therefore it's not if it's not usable well on Friday it's considered muksa, and nothing you could do can change it no it's if a guy it's considered muhan because it's only and if a guy would break the rule and separate him I said it becomes usable completely no problem vitamin he no problem who no 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 we have a contradiction it says in the Mishnah for guys eating a cluster of grapes okay he said, what was that guys eating a cluster of grapes and he goes in from the garden into a courtyard so now when you get into the courtyard that's when it becomes because you brought the grapes into the masir. but here in this case the guy's eating a cluster of grapes so I'm in the middle of eating it before I, when I was outside the courtyard I was allowed to eat the grapes because it's it's temporary once I walk into the Chatzar, I should now chayav. But I'm in the middle of eating this cluster, Does that, the, the rest of the box, of course, will be chayav when you walk in. But what about the cluster? Does that become chayav? You have to stop eating when you walk in? Says the Gemara. says you can finish it. Bishu says you can't finish it. Another case. Let's say it got dark on Friday. It says... That you could finish eating your cluster of grapes, Yani, even though Shabbat Kava, right? And we know that when you hit Shabbat, Mike, the law is that you have to separate Maaser. Eating on Shabbat has a chashivut that makes it Kava for Maaser, right? But since I'm in the middle of this cluster from Friday and I'm going into Shabbat, Rabbi Eliezer says you could finish the cluster. And Rabbi Shu says, no, you have to stop eating. So it sounds like a it holds that Shabbat is not Kavah. So how could we say in our Mishnah, Shabbat is Kavah, because that's why he said you have to do it has to be Friday. You see over here that he lets you finish, finish the cluster of greats. You remember, no, Hatam over there, we said the reason, said you could finish it. He's not talking about Bachhatse he's not saying you could finish it in the courtyard. He's telling you that when you walked into the courtyard, it didn't make a kava. You could walk back out and eat it. But he does not saying you could finish it in the courtyard. And he didn't say you could finish it on Shabbat. Rather you wait till after Shabbat and then you can finish eating them. And therefore he's not willing to eat on Shabbat. So therefore, as holds, that does make it. Make it Make it as soon on Shabbat. He's just letting you eat it afterwards. Now, why, why is he letting you <coughs> eat it afterwards? Remember we had the case before where the kids were hiding the figs, right? And we said that even after Shabbat you have to separate. But over here, you weren't planning to eat on Shabbat. You just happened to walk in while Shabbat happened, and therefore you could use it as a piece of the figs, they were wanting to eat on Shabbat. And even the fact they were kids that Remember that? Mm-hmm. Good. Now good. Kiat Rabin, when Rabin came. He said the name of Rabin came from was a famous rabbi who came from Ezzel to Bavel. And when he came, he brought a lot of laws from Elisel to Babel. He said the following. Whether it's Shabbat, whether it's Shabbat, whether it's Chuma, whether it's a Chatser, or whether it's a sale, all of them only make fruit chayav and if the fruit is ready. Right? But if the fruit is, uh, in our case, a raisin that is not completely ready, or then, it's not right. or, for, or something that's not ready, then it doesn't work, okay? Now, we're going to go through each one. Again, with this, Shabbat, Truma, Hatzel, Mekach, okay? Go through each one. And we're going to tell you why you, need, why you need Rabbi Yochanan to tell you that it doesn't work. Again, that Shabbat is not, that these things are not kava. Shabbat. Because if you might have thought that we go like Hillel. The Tanya, we learned in Abraita, if it gathered food from a place to dry them, and then it became Shabbatified, meaning the day became, it came late, became Shabbat. Hillel himself says it's Asur. Of course, it became Shabbat and it became Asur. Which sounds like the other rabbis don't agree. So therefore you see that Hillel is the one who says that Shabbat is koveya, even on foods that's not ripe. But everyone else seems to say that since it's not ripe, it doesn't work. So you see that, that Rabbi Yochan is going with the rabbis against Hillel. Okay? You with me, or? That, that it could be, you have to take off of it, even if, it, even if it's not. You have to take off. Oh, he's telling, yeah, that's what he says, Hillel is saying. And, and and we see that, so we see that the rabbis who are going Hillel, Seem to say like Rabbi Yochanan, like Ravine who said, uh, like a Yochanan over here. Ravine, Ravine quote Rabbi Yochanan. Sorry, good. When we said the word of Chatser, that doesn't koval unless it's ready. That's against Rabbi The time we looked at the Mishnah. lekatzot. If you set, spread figs in your in your courtyard to dry, but now when kids can eat from them as long as it's alright as long as they're just snacking you don't have to in Maser. that's what we said right because they're not ready yet but the brightness is about that so you see Rabbi Yaakov's Michayev in the case where he spread it out to dry and he held that since it's in the courtyard even though you spread it out to raisin but the courtyard made it Mas, made it Maser-able. so you see Rabbi Yaakov argues on other things and out and, Rabbi, and Rabin is against Rabbi Yaakov did you get that or no? one more time again, this case, the second thing we said was that, the second thing that Rabin brought back is that not only Shabbat not Kovaya, does not, does not does not work on fruits, raisins that are ready. not ready also Chatzar doesn't, what does Chatzer mean? bringing it into your courtyard, when you bring something into your courtyard, it becomes usually Maaserable. but he's telling you here that Rabin said, the name of Rabbi Yochanan, that when you bring fruit into your courtyard, it's not Ma'asarable, because they're not ready yet Normally, courtyard does here since they're not, they're, they're mushy, so then they're not hard raisins. They're mushy raisins. No good, and we see that's against Reb because Reb always says when you bring it in, it, it's still chayaf, even though you, and your kids can't eat them, hikir, and therefore you see that it's against Reb Good. Uh-huh. Next, truma, truma separating truma, also we said does not make it make asur if the if the grapes are mushy. Right? Who's this who's against? He's coming to tell you we don't go like Rabbi Ezir. Why? If you separate from fruits early, even before they're finished, while the grapes are still mushy, Rib Or said, Ezra says you can't eat from the Marai. So we're going against Ezra and with the Chachamim. Mecak. Selling it also does not make it work. Titania, we learned If you buy um, figs from amarots, who, do, who not true we're not sure if we separate maaser or not, should open Adam If most people press them and make them into rings, ugule right from bavmetzia, right, right. mm-hmm. most people do that. So therefore, it's not considered ready until you make ugule develah. And therefore, when they're fresh, they're considered not ready. They don't need maaser, right? You can, eat, you can eat a snack from them because they're not ready yet without maaser. Uma Asan, Demai and you could separate Maaser as Demai. Now Demai Demai Ma'asir means that if you buy something from audits you could follow the leniencies That we have by Dmai. One of the leniencies you don't have to separate the Masaid to give it to Livy. You can just separate it and eat it. Okay? So you allow to be. Masaya, you can do, take Masaid as Dmai. Shmamine Tilat. We see three things. Well, number one. Shmamine Mekach Enokovat Elabet Vashne Gram Lachto. We learn over here that uh, uh, a sale only makes an chayav if it's finished. Because over here, you can eat him as a snack because it's not finished. We see also over here that most ama'aretz separate ma'aretz, because that's why we're calling it demai over here, because the ama'aretz do that. And here, we also... You should separate demai from ama'aretz. Even, even if it's not... This goes against the following... so hold so on this writer tells you that you're allowed to eat them only because they're not ready yet good now this is against the mission which tells you well, if you switch if you trade with your friends if they both want to eat it meaning you and your friend I have raisins you have raisins I trade raisins with you if I was planning to eat my raisins you're planning to eat your raisins now when you plan planning to eat it means they're ready you're ready I'm, I'm sorry. If you plan to eat them, then they're ready, you're ready right now. That's correct. If they're planning to dry them, then they're not ready, right? If I'm planning to eat, you're planning to dry. In all these cases, you're Okay? Ubidah says that if you want to eat them, you're but if you, want to, if you want to dry them, you're. you're your are patur, right? So you see from here that this Mishnah argues with the Braiter, where it's telling you over here. Hold on, and even though it's not ready, it's becoming chayav. Good. Okay, hadlan alach But that's when we'll come back to perik which was not the easiest. Prayer. Now we're gonna start. The fifth perech, the last perech, Says the Mishnah. Mishnah is discussing if you have produce on your roof. You have raisins on your roof and you want to lower them through the skylight into the house to protect them from any possible rain on Yom Tov. Meshilin perot derech arubo b'yom tov Shabbat. You can't lower it on Shabbat. Why can't you lower it on Shabbat? Because it's too hassly The Torah doesn't want you to bother because it's too, too much work, okay? Uh, it's, it's considered my chasseh still. That's not the reason. Yes, no, it's not because of carrying. Taking something It's because it's too it's much work. It's because too much work, okay? So on Yom Tov they'll let you, but not on Shabbat. Now, even on, on Yom Tov, they're only letting you to lower it through a skylight, which is easy just to sweep I'm it under, in. Right. But if we're talking about picking it up through a window... Like let's say you had it spread out in your backyard and you have to pick it up and put it through the window into the house. That's picking up. They won't let that even on Yom Tov. Okay. And also, if you have pitchers of oil or pitches of wine, if it starts to drip, you're also allowed to bring them in through the skylight. You can put a, a, a utensil to catch a drip on Shabbat. It's Mar. We learned it in a statement of the Khachamim. is the first word of Mishta is Mishilin, or it should be Mashlichin. We're gonna now show you that both words. What? The both words mean both the same words, but they both mean the same thing. And they both words could be correct. And we'll show you proofs that the words could both mean lower. Mishelin is lower and mishlichin is lower. So, man, the term "mushlin" or "mushlin" is not messed up, because it says, "Ki Pasuk says that your olive tree will throw down its olives, meaning it'll throw them down when they're not right. But you see, the word "mushlin" means to throw down. welcome, Vinyami. Man, the term "mushlin," the one who says messed up. We just started the new parak. Welcome. It's not because we learned "hashochel v'kosel," a shachul and a kosel what are these things, these are blemishes in animals, where the, the thigh got dislocated, so you see the word shakhul means to fall down, because the, the thigh got dislocated, and it means that one hip is higher than the other, but either way from the word shakhul, you see the shachul means to lower, and therefore both of them make sense, now there are three other cases three other words that the Mishnah could have used also, the Gemara is going to go through all these three other words that look similar and they also mean to lower now Rashi points out that these three there is no Mishnah that says these three, if you look at the Rashi Rashi says um, here I have it here Madatani second wide line had the Tana written this, it would not have been messed up. <coughs> now, the language of the Gemara says, We can go say each one of those things. Now, usually when it says Mandatani, it usually means that there's an actual Tana who quoted a Mishnah like that. I don't know how Rashi knows that these three were not actual Mishnayot, whereas the other the other two versions, our version of mashilin and the other version of mashchilin, those two versions are actual versions. Either Rashi actually saw a Gemara that had mashchilin, and therefore that's why he's... Sorry, that's why he's... Uh, he's assuming that, that, that that's real, these are not. Or... Maybe because they separate them two and three, and therefore the first two are actual. I I don't know how he knows, but Rashi seems to say that had we written them, but doesn't doesn't sound to see, seem to say that there's actually ones like this. So let's go through these now. The is learned in the Mishnah. Nazir can't wash his hair with dirt. Nazir is not allowed to have any hair come out of his head, right? And he can't wash it with dirt seems like people used to put dirt in the hair to clean it. Right? Because it gets rid of the hair. cause the hair to fall out. Mashir means to fall out. So you could use mashir in the Mishnah, because that'll mean the, the raisins will fall through. Okay? That's not messed up. The A razor and a pair of scissors. Even though they got... Disassembled is still tamay. Now the fact that we call a razor a shachor, which causes the hair to fall down, shows you that shachor means falling down. You could have used it in the Mishnah. We said Mishnah, is also not, not wrong. Then it goes. It says A guy whose stuff fell in the water, got wet in the water. You could you could walk with them further. you don't have to worry that you're gonna that anyone's gonna say that you washed them on of so you see that Nashnu means it fell off. It fell into water, it got wet. Inami another proof that it could could mean falling. What's called Kisila, Anything that falls during the harvest. Leket is the we have to leave for the poor people. And it's called means to fall. And therefore the word Minashin would work fine. We learned in the Mishnah. Okay. You could put it through a skylight on Yom Tov. Like we said, how much, we're asking now how much raisins can you put in through the roof, or how much uh, dried figs can you put in through the roof? We're telling you just like we saw in the Mishnah in Shabbat that says that if a guy has a room in his house full of boxes, and you have guests come in, you allow allowed to take away about four or five boxes. Here too, you're allowed to take away four or five boxes. Either because guests came, or because you want people to learn in in the shul. You have to make, if you have room, you want to make room in the shul, you can move the boxes. You want to make room in your house, you can move boxes. So the mission would also allow lowering five boxes of raisins or figs through the roof. Thirty 5b4. Okay? (laughs) Says the Gemara. Now the Gemara is going to go two ways. The Gemara is going to ask a whole bunch of questions. That maybe it could be different. it could be Maybe the reason why we allow so many by Shabbat. So again, we're comparing our case to the case of Shabbat. In Shabbat, they allow you to move boxes, and on Yom Tov, they're allowing you to move stuff through the thing. "How could you compare Shabbat to Yom Tov?" Dilma, maybe Shani it could be Maybe by Shabbat, where. <clears throat> by not moving the boxes people can't go learn, there you have to be strict. There we're being lenient. Maybe over here we won't allow so many boxes because there's no bitumen Inami, Another reason. The reason why we allow four or five boxes over there. Because Shabbat is more machmir. So why is that a reason? Because since it's so machmir, we're not worried that you're going to ignore Shabbat. Since Yom Tov, people in general have a light view of Yom Tov, and therefore if we're going to allow you to do four or five boxes, you might start overdoing it. Therefore, maybe we'll be strict. We don't allow any boxes. okay? Meaning, not that much. okay? Maybe will go the other way. Maybe say that you should be more lenient on Yom Tov. Why? Over there, the reason why they are allowing four, four or five boxes only, the Lek Yafsir Because no one's losing money. If you leave them on, the rays on the roof, here where the guys can actually lose money, maybe we'll be more strict. Over there, you just want room for guests. Here, you can actually lose money. Maybe we'll be more lenient, and we'll allow more than five, but they'll allow ten boxes. Okay, we're now on the top of Laman Baba Oh, wait, let's. Let's. Oh, we'll finish up a little bit, yes. Hatam, it's over there, it says, You can't take boxes of a straw from the storage area. If said, what does it mean you can't take it from the storage area? Which means, don't finish removing all the boxes. So whatever you take, you can take out four or five boxes. But if you only add four or five boxes, you can't take them out. You have to leave one. If you have 20 boxes, you have to leave some boxes there. You can't leave the whole floor empty. Why not? Dilma because once you see the whole floor, you might decide I want you want to sweep the floor and make them make it smooth, because the floors were were earthen floors. And when, once you clear up all the boxes, okay, let's clean the floor you start sweeping. Now nowadays sweeping is fine. But in those days, sweeping will cause you to smooth out the floor, which is Asur. And therefore when you rule the boxes, Asur on Shabbat. Now what about that law? How okay. would we say the same thing in Amishnat That when it's on the roof, you're not allowed to take all the raisins off the roof through the skylight, because maybe you're going to see the roof, and you're going to want to fix the gumot on the roof. Do we say, maybe Shabbat we strict because Shabbat is much more stricter? Maybe on Yom Tov, it's okay to take all the fruit, or maybe the other way around. Over there, we let you take. If, if even when there's bittul Dash we don't let you take them all out, even though you want the room for learning. How can they you Can hear for sure we should let. It goes both ways. Okay. Baruch Aduna Olam Amen by We're gonna start uh the next page. Da from Haqatran.